0: And we have John over here and Sean oh, yeah. to my left. Hello. Hello. Yes. And um, We haven't moved since no. the last episode. No. no, we've been sitting here the whole time. Drinking scotch. <laughs> <sketch. Just, laughs> the bottle was a lot deeper than we thought it was going to be. But, um, no, so I was, uh, and actually leading into the conversation we were talking about having this week, I was watching Mad Men. Uh, I don't know what season it is It was But they uh, one of the things I like about the show Is they, they kind of they get really detailed about um, Like the little things Of how it was to live back then At least I think It seems like they're pretty accurate With a lot of that stuff uh, But there's a scene where uh, There's two women in their Like mid to late 20s or whatever And they're kind of like Watching over a kid She's like 12 or something And they're in a diner and one of the women, the wait, waiter's going by, and she's like, Oh, can you bring me a coffee, please? And, and the girl kind of sort of sits up, all like, I'll have one, too. Kind of, I'm a grown-up. I can have a coffee. And the, other, and, and the other woman turns to her and says, y- You know he's not going to bring you one, right? And, and so my mind is kind of going, that's, that's, like, that's how a lot of people grew up with coffee, I think, is kind of this like mystical sort of, it's for adults, sort of thing. Um, and, and then it got me thinking about uh, kind of how, how I grew up with coffee. I don't remember having that sort of feeling about it. Um, uh, I mean, my mom drank coffee because her mom drank coffee. Uh, and I think for a long time, I know for a long time my mom just drank folders. because uh, I remember that freaking red can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, yeah, you know, coffee. Coffee will always smell good, mm-hmm. even well. I mean, not having smelled amazing coffee, you know, even at a certain point, Folgers kind of has this like rich sort of. But of it's course, best, it, it's best it is the part coffee. of waking up. It's yeah. the best. The best part of waking up is smelling smell- Folgers. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. The worst part is drinking yeah, it. Is <laughs> finding where it's coming
1: from. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Um, joking. Folgers, we love you so much. <laughs> Go back to the
2: metal cans. <laughs> Stay in your I room. like my
0: aluminum <laughs> I have no comment on folders um, but uh, yeah I know coffee was was bitter and inaccessible and then I, I remember at a certain point the first time I actually drank something coffee like and kind of enjoyed it was uh, one of those like bottled frappuccinos mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. you oh, know yeah. coffee coffee drinks yeah. I mean, that's like
0: chocolate milk it oh, yeah. has no, a coffee absolutely. flavor to it
1: yeah. I remember back in high school, I guess those things sound like uh, nobody's business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and, uh, and that's kind of, I mean, after that, I just didn't drink coffee. For me, I think, I, I mean, I've been unusual in this crowd here, because I didn't uh, really get into coffee until after college. I didn't drink coffee at all through college. Oh, wow. Um, I, wow. Uh, I mean, I... I Sorry, I'm screwing with the mic. I'm just going to put it this way and see how it works. We got one mic for four people around a thing, which (laughs) is totally
2: normal. Uh, Just for some reason, it
3: would just be four people around a mic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you, John. Um, Anyway, so yeah, I didn't drink coffee throughout college at all. I drank a shed load of energy drinks. I'll
2: put that out. Shed load. Shed load. Shed load. Wheelbarrow
0: full, but Mm -hmm. no, like a shed. Shit! Wow! Yeah, at least ten wheelbarrows. All right. Uh, no, and then I also drank a lot of tea, um, because tea was delicious. Yeah. Yeah, no, it still is delicious. And, and then I started drinking coffee, after college when I got a job that I hated. How, how old were you when you I say started say drinking yeah. coffee? Uh, let's see. I can tell you the precise year because it's two thousand fourteen now. That was eight sounds precise 2008 (laughs) yeah no 2008 holy cow wow it was when I started really started drinking coffee Uh, so that means I was uh, (laughs) I can I can math hold on 25 (laughs) 25 that's not too far off when I started drinking coffee
1: like as an adult I started like around 22 23 yeah what got you into coffee um, rent. I, I hate to say it, but um, when I was growing up as a well, I remember when I was growing up as a kid, my grandfather uh, drank a lot of coffee Folgers, uh, uh. And just like everything else adults drank when I was little, I thought it was all just disgusting. Coffee was gross, beer was gross, wine, booze. Now I love those things. Oh, well, my family is very blue collar. Uh, my grandparent, my grandfather was originally from Chicago as a child, and he moved out here during the Depression. Um, so a very blue-collar um, work ethic came with the family. And so coffee was a fuel source for the most part. And I remember being a kid, it was gross. And I remember it would also start... There would be weird things that just didn't really help the image. Like, my grandfather one day started getting these killer headaches. Like, they (laughs) were just terrible, terrible headaches. And so he ended up going to the doctor's to check it out. And the doctor asked him, did you just recently switch to decaf? he's like no but then when he comes back home he goes into the pantry my grandma would always put the coffee in this jar (laughs) (laughs) and he finds all these green cans of decaffeinated folgers and he's like what the hell is this and my grandma didn't know she was just like oh it was cheaper and And, and so in my mind at that age i was like 10 or something I'm thinking this stuff gives you headaches too this is stuff is terrible <laughs> you know but um I started I was in between a bunch of jobs and working a ton of different odd jobs and I started working at a place called the Honey Bear Bakery mm. and one of my co-workers there Jeremy Summer he was a coffee enthusiast and he started he and I became friends pretty quick and he started making me espresso shots and I hated them absolutely hated them they were disgusting we used to roast the beans on site in this little cafe in a little air roaster off to the side and so whenever we needed coffee we just roasted green beans on the spot and that's it and then we just started brewing and it was gross and I didn't know what I was tasting I I just didn't I just knew that I didn't like it And uh, so I moving the clock forward, it was after that cafe. I was working at a warehouse. I was working as a salvager. I was working as a blacksmith part-time and a lot of construction stuff. I got a job from Jeremy at a place called Hotwire. And that's where I met Dismas Smith. And they started, and Dismas made good coffee. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I was ultimately introduced to decent coffee and started getting used to drinking it and you know that was that yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, so uh, it seems like we all might have a similar story of our our parents drinking coffee uh, grew up in Alaska parents drank a lot of coffee at 6 o'clock in the morning had wake up and I can remember the smell my parents drank Kills Brothers uh still a big metal can. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I can it remember the. So like you event. said Kills Brothers. <laughs> Hills Brothers? <laughs> they drink Kills Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> the most metal coffee ever. <laughs> uh, but my dad worked out in the uh, doing electric work on the Alaska pipeline when they were still building it. And uh, he would take a big thermos of soup and a big thermos of coffee to work. Mm-hmm. And He would come home and it would stink and it would be dirty and my mom would wash it and brew up more coffee the next day. That's probably my first recollection of the smell of coffee. As a kid, I always loved coffee-flavored ice cream. Uh, I don't really remember drinking coffee until I was closer to about 16. And we did have a, a cafe that we thought was the greatest thing. It was across the street from our high school and it was called Bonhoeffer's. And they had a little uh, nook for open mic. I never saw anybody play there, but it it looked like that's what they would do. And uh, at lunchtime, we used to go over and uh, have coffee and listen to music on our uh, tape players, and eventually onto our CD players. Uh, And then we kind of grew up and we started smoking cigarettes sitting in a diner, drinking coffee with a bunch of milk and sugar in it. By that time, we thought we were adults. We thought we were drinking coffee the way everybody drank coffee. And it wasn't until I moved to Seattle. And I really wasn't into the latte thing. I I knew that they did artwork on top of it, but I never would order a latte or go and have an Americano. No espresso, for sure. And Jesse started roasting coffee in his house. And that might be... (laughs) When I started learning about the green coffee roasting and and going in and Jesse would say, this is good coffee. I go, "Uh uh-huh. This is good coffee. I go, "Uh uh-huh. Like, no, that's crap coffee. I go, oh, okay, uh uh-huh. And, and, uh, you know, then he say let's go do a coffee tour and we went to places like Zoka and we'd go up you know we'd gone to Vita, we went did Uptowns we did Darte we went everywhere Mm -hmm. that he knew of because I didn't know of any places so he was like this is good coffee and I go oh uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh." and so then I thought I had good coffee and then he went away and he came back and said well let's real seriously I'm gonna take this out of being a hobby and so uh we started what three years ago now, and uh, still to this day, he, he he goes, "This is good coffee," and I go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> "Uh huh." But but I do feel like at least now I can go to somebody else and say, "This is good coffee," and they go, yeah, "Uh huh." That, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's that's my story on coffee, and uh, yeah. you know it's grown a long ways from Hills Brothers in a can, red can, funny enough, probably made by the same people that right. I make mean, Folgers. Right. All the way up to coffee that doesn't come in anything. It comes out of the roaster. It goes into a glass jar. It sits there for a little while. We put it back out. We drink it, and I feel very lucky to have that um, attachment with coffee at this point.
1: I I always love that first (laughs) real experience that you have when you realize that you're noticing coffee. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the first time you can remember, the first time when grinding the beans smelled different. Right. Or when you tasted that one cup, all of a sudden you were picking up notes that no one's telling you what it tastes like. You're right. just like, wait, oh, I taste cream. Oh, I taste strawberries. <laughs> I, you know, stuff like that. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of those kind of epiphanies, I guess. I remember vividly my dad was in grad school. And my, my coffee history goes back to Boulder, Colorado, really, where I grew up. And it's a pretty small town, a lot going on there, but a lot of culture. And... Uh, Remember the Trident Cafe Cafe that's been there for decades now, and my dad would be there. I, I mean, I was little, I was 2, 3, or 2nd, 3rd grade, and running around and just getting little hot chocolates and hanging out in the cafes. And with my dad, it was really about the cafe culture and right. sitting and enjoying and reading. He was always telling me to sit and read and uh, be quiet. And then... Uh, <laughs> We moved away to Yellowstone. I remember in fourth and fifth grade I'd be making coffee for the other students who'd come in. Uh, we're at an adult education facility and so we'd, I'd brew a lot of coffee and just try and sell it to them. It was mostly instant. They moved back to Colorado and Vix Espresso opened up which sort of sent a whole cannonball across the, the mountain west as far as cafes. Um, they were using Allegro before Whole Foods bought Allegro and they were doing tremendous business. I mean, they had two three-group machines, and there's, you know, lines out the door most of the day. And those guys, it was an incredible cafe, and they knew me by name. I'd come back, and they would just, you know, would get to the front of the line because we were all friends. And um, and so what came with that cafe was just a lot of friends, that people that knew each other in the cafes and then expanded into what now is kind of the Denver area coffee roasting scene. Um, so that was all a big part of it. But I remember sixth grade, I started drinking lattes. And it was, you know, this Vic's place was right by the school, so we'd go and drink lattes and chai. And then high school was ditching classes to see how much caffeine you could drink at the Starbucks, it was a block away. um, Going around to different places, and a lot of times the cafes were the only place to hang out when you could be, you know, underage and go find Mm -hmm. something to do till 11 o'clock at night that was somewhat wholesome, yeah. And then Loved it. I mean, I always loved coffee in the cafes. Vita, when I moved to Seattle, the first proper latte in Seattle at Vita, it was so much better than anything i would had in Colorado, and that changed That changed the whole perspective, um, and it was very hip. It was cool back when I used to be able to smoke cigarettes on the top floor of the Vita over there. Oh, and, that's
1: right. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> yeah.
2: The syntax days when I tried to tax caffeine. Poetry slams. Yep. <laughs> Those were the days. And then I was working with agriculture policy and got into coffee roasting after going to Guatemala and decided that that was such an easy fit. You know, the plight of the farmers in Guatemala are the same struggles that they're having here with with getting to markets and having sustainable food and good quality food that then you know can reach the masses. So after grad school and all that whole trajectory hit the fan then as John said we came back and we started making some serious coffee. Yeah. Yeah, my whole yeah, my whole upbringing really revolves around the cafe scene and how people connect over coffee, and
1: That's awesome. then you combine that with good food. And, mm. Oh, absolutely! I mean, it's ca- never ending. Ca-
2: caffeine is a,
1: I
0: mean coffee
1: is a cuisine in its own. Right.
0: right. And it seems like it. Yeah, no matter no matter what your story is, everyone's connection goes back to well i mean it makes sense goes back to their parents yeah it's, it's all their parents fault uh,
3: <laughs> it's all their parents fault. where are we
2: we're looking good that's where we are still working yeah is that your edit snap or are you just that was really my excited? no that was my edit snap cool. we're now we're back minutes. oh 17 minutes <laughs> yeah that's it quit. No, we're the good. whole point of this podcast is to be a minute shorter every episode, but <laughs> eventually yeah, it doesn't exist. Sean, <laughs> John, John, Jesse, Joseph, peace. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Wait, what are you drinking? We're drinking coffee.
0: Years. There's an espresso. Yeah, it's good. But the uh, yeah going back to the, the the first. So yeah, I started. I started with uh, I yeah, Rod. Ron, uh, <laughs> whatever. Real professional, uh, Jesse. You know, <laughs> this is this is super <laughs> professional time. What were you taking a picture of?
2: Well, there's this handle here, right, that's poking out of this, and it says stamina on. If <laughs> you must know, the world is going to see that, except my phone's terrible.
0: <laughs> Why don't you take an in-focus picture?
2: It's, uh, my phone has a hard time focusing. Okay. It has ADD. <laughs> so it's um, not really a smartphone. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, my, my, it was it was all about the Starbucks when I got into it. Um, and, uh, and then at a certain point... I was at Yes. Do you have a comment? <laughs> I was at uh, it it was called Kuma Cafe, but this was at this was like the place where Kuma started. Uh, a little on Stoneway there? A little place on Stoneway. Yeah. And and Mark had sold it to someone else. Steve. Uh, Steve, right. Steve actually introduced me to you. Although not in person, he gave me your information. Is that like, how that happened? That guy? Yeah, that's yeah. how. I'm... Oh, <laughs> I always like Steve. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was a great, it was a great little place, and he he really loved coffee. I mean, he mm-hmm. served Kuma coffee, oh. which
2: uh, I mean is fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. delicious. Um, yeah, the I example mean, of that place is a whole other episode have to worth of. With myself right there. <laughs> um,
0: But, uh, so, it was one day I was in there, and it's a tiny place, and that day it was, like, empty, it was just me, I walked in, and, um, there was a barista working there, who, this guy was, like, just really, really into coffee, and this was when I was, like, not knowing much at all, so I'd walk in, and I'm used to, as at the point, I was kind of used to walking into, like, these little independent cafes, because I was going around checking them out, um, but the, the my my sort of interaction was always the same. I'd walk in and they'd be like, "Oh what would you like what, what are you interested in what do you like And I'm like uh. and there's this giant menu and I'm like uh, a coffee I just I want a coffee <laughs> I don't know what I don't know, I don't know what the you know espresso do people drink espresso straight up like what is a cappuccino <laughs> right. Americano I think I've had that before uh chemex what the is that
3: <laughs> can i just you have didn't a coffee chemex the first time nobody no, I, does they say I chemex, yeah. che- chemex. Can I have a, what's a chemex and why is it seven bucks <laughs> no it's, it's a Chemex. oh it's a Chemex. <laughs> um i hear in france
1: but, but
0: he's, was, <laughs> i'm gonna start pronouncing it like that but he was like is what he was like i have no idea he's like oh can i show you some stuff i'm like yeah it's like all right, all right. And he starts pulling these espresso it's shots. It's like here, have this. No. Okay. Um, gosh, I can't remember his name. It's, all it's right. been so long. He's probably gonna listen to this and be like, oh. "It's been so long." It's been. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. I know It'd <laughs> be funny if his name wasn't yeah. actually Ben. <laughs> just in case. Uh, just in time. time. Uh. <laughs> so he hands me an espresso, and and, and uh, it's popped in my head while well, you guys were talking about espresso earlier. Because that is the first time when I had coffee and it had had notes. Right. Um, <laughs> even though I didn't even know there were notes, and right. I had them. It wasn't bitter. It wasn't. Right. Uh, it wasn't like I expected it to be like uh, a concentrated version of the what I had at Starbucks. Right. Which is, would have been a violation of my person. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't bitter. But, it wasn't yeah. disgusting. It was like I could have sworn I was biting into a lemon, like right. a sweet lemon. Right. And then, and the first sip was like boom, and I was oh my goodness, <laughs> that's coffee. That's and right. then he's like, put it down for a second. I was like, okay. He's like, wait fifteen seconds. And I did. And I took a. I took another sip, and I'm like, it changed. And now it's like. Oranges or whatever it was. It's completely different. <laughs> I was like, what? And then awesome. and then wait more and, it's, and it becomes chocolate and it's right. And right. It it just blew my mind that that. I remember that when impossible. I had
2: um, I think it was it was Stumptown. Mm. I had a Berboya or Beloya. I can't remember the washing station. It was an Ethiopian, a natural Ethiopian, and it was that same sort of thing. Just mm. absolutely no idea the coffee could get that fruity right. and that tasty. Oh man. I think for me it was,
1: uh, my first coffee that I can actually remember tasting was a Papua New Guinea. Mm. It was by Borough Grove Coffee Roasters, and that was uh, Dismas Smith and Tim McCormick. And it tasted like strawberries and cream. Mm. And I was like, whoa, this tastes like strawberries and cream. And I remember Tim going, hey, good call. Mm-hmm. That's what's on the bag. Right. And that 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 interpretation I was like mm-hmm. oh oh, this is your world now I just walked through the door this is nuts <laughs>
3: <laughs> no it's
1: strawberries and cream there's no nuts <laughs> 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 you gotta go to
3: Brazil for
2: that
1: <laughs>
3: I when Starbucks was coming out we had a Starbucks at the airport and it was a coffee cart
0: hmm.
3: and at that time I didn't really know who they were Um, But I had heard that there was this Seattle coffee roastery that had moved in, and I thought it was going to be a coffee shop. At one point in time, I ended up at the airport, and I saw it was a a coffee cart. So I just thought nothing special, and I don't even think I got coffee there. Like, it wasn't like I went there purposely for it, so I didn't get coffee when I was there. And so I never grew up with the Starbucks coffee. Um, It was always places like the Bonhoeffers, or we had a... uh, Danny's? No. We definitely uh, had some cigarettes and, and coffee in Denny's, <clears throat> um, but we had a, um, you know, a, a muffin stop place in a deli that had a, a espresso machine in it. And I believe even the espresso machine that was in the deli, at Siss's Deli, was a manual pool. Uh, but it also was a place where you didn't have a hand tamper, it was the auto tamper. <laughs> you would put the coffee in put it in there and pull the handle. Press it down, pull the shot. I don't even know how long they would pull a shot for. I don't think that they were really timing them at that point. <laughs> it was just when the handle was up, the coffee was done.
2: <laughs> a little, yeah,
1: no,
0: no, no <laughs> little scale?
3: No, no, a little scale. What was your um, ratio? Oh, jeez. <laughs> ratio. Starbucks and asking that. $5 to one person. Uh, but my best shot of coffee was re- pretty recent. You're welcome. Yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My third best shot of coffee was from Coffee Smith Lee over here. Um, Kyle Lockhart uh, was at Toast and Bell. One of the cows and- was like oh, cow. yeah, and I watched him pull probably forty shots over like a two hour period or something like that. He just pull a shot, take a taste, spit it out. Pull a shot, take a taste, spit it out. And it was a multi-roaster program. And he goes, this is it, finally, two hours later. It's like, yeah. 16 gram dosing, Velton's, blueberry. Like, yeah. and I tasted it. And God help me, that was probably the best shot of espresso I had had up to that point. Like, after I knew what I was kinda looking for, because at this point I, I knew enough right? about coffee that it was like, either he's overdoing it, or he's having a hard time or he knows something that I don't know which clearly he knew something I right. didn't know because <laughs> he pulled a, a magnificent shot of Felton's um, it's, it's the red bag and I don't even know what he calls it and It's but it's the standard espresso that he's got Bonzo and, yeah the Bonzo yeah. that's what it is and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was good it was, it was really good and it was underdosed from what I had known at that point I never thought about dosing at 16 grams yeah. um, but that that Learning process. Yeah, I mean, how do we? I don't know how we get other people involved
2: to learn this stuff without just, you know, trying and just yeah. getting this this ball rolling okay. bigger, and well, bigger. I mean,
1: and ultimately that's what it always bo- kind of boils down to is that at the end of the day, it's the person and this espresso machine and these beings mm-hmm. You know, we have institutions forming around all of this stuff now. Big, huge systems are starting to become in place or that have already been in place for years now depending on what outfit but at the end of the day it all just comes down to that one individual and a button you know, that controls the water flow and ultimately the greatest teacher that that person will ever have is just trial and error and just constantly exposing themselves
0: to all of this and that's it uh, well, winding down on the episode, I actually have closing remarks. I have kind of an ending. Scotch? Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 Scotch. We can do that while. if you have some, but we don't. don't. We're out. Uh, no, but it's just uh, you know reflecting on on uh, reflecting on our past and uh <laughs> what is this? Um... No, it's thinking, thinking about what we've, what we've talked about today, just uh, our, our sort of history with coffee, that sort of thing. Those of you listening, uh, if any of you would like to share your story, uh, we could uh, perhaps share it with other people as well. And if you have any questions about coffee, um, I figure we could do maybe like a Q&A type thing as well uh, at some point.
2: Um, That'd be really fun. Yeah, yeah. Fire. Both of those ideas of it. So, um, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I'd um, love to see like a digital collage of people's first coffee experience.
1: some
0: emails and some tweets. Yeah. Like a hashtag uh, for it. Ha- email would probably be best. Uh, Coffeeloversmag at gmail.com would be the easiest one for now. I'll get one going for the radio show eventually. Um, Twitter for the magazine is also Coffeeloversmag. Mag, as is Facebook, Pinterest, Google+, um, Instagram, Basically anything. It's always coffee lovers mag, conduit coffee. What are you doing, John?
2: Oh, it's always conduit coffee. We're I at just moved my hashtag. Mouth coming out? <laughs> hashtag sunrise coffee club.
0: Hashtag sunrise. Co- I did. A, I finally did a sunrise coffee club. Did you? I missed it. It was at sunrise. No, you what? commented on it. Oh, okay.
3: on <laughs> I just thought it was some did, other Joseph. There was no know you
0: coffee lovers mag. Is that you? <laughs>
2: yeah, that is. How did you know?
0: There, there was no sunrise that day because it was raining in right. Seattle. Anyways, thank you for
3: listening. Yeah.
0: Have a good week. Bye. Chowder. Bye. <laughs>